0: been a of some teams you go down 14 nothing and guys are complaining and trying to start fights on the sidelines i never worry about that stuff you know i mean these guys are confident in their abilities to, to make plays and come back bishy bishy he's a great player you try and utilize other guys when when he's not up and so we still have enough you know players we trust the guys that you know are, are up on game day to go make plays and unfortunately we just fell a little bit short of that today
1: the las vegas journal review one thing I've learned about Jets fans is they're extremely passionate, and uh, and if you're winning, you're a winner, and if you're losing, you're a loser. And Mike is uh, Mike put out a winning performance, and the and the crowd let him know it. So I, I think
2: it's cool. Within the sports media world, it's going to be the world's falling down. We're going to handle it within the building and make the corrections we need to to execute. We have a good enough team. It's just that we're kicking ourselves in the foot right now, stubbing our toes and just build one week at a time. That's why I said we're going to chip away. There's no big picture mindset. We got to chip away one week at a time and uh, we'll, we'll do just that.
0: I just crush my dreams.
2: Boom. Sadness. That's the one. The
0: sports media world. Ceiling is falling. Or what was falling? Did he say the ceiling? I don't uh, know. His shoulder got crushed at
1: one point. I said
0: the ceiling was falling. Yeah, That's right. what
1: the sports media world will say.
0: Uh, coming up a little bit later, we're going to have uh, Rolling Stones tickets to give away. Ooh. Stay tuned for that.
2: One of the more important things we didn't talk about. Winning is winning.
0: Winning is winning. And losing is losing. And the crowd le- will let you know if you're winning or if you're losing. Um, all right, Scoreboard helps, too. Yeah. Uh, before we get to some Raiders here, my plan to go to game six and hopefully game seven of the world series. Ticket prices are already dropping for game six. Very excited about that. (sighs) Ticket prices are rising for game seven. (laughs) I think I'm going to get screwed here at a game seven. I'm going to go, I'm going to spend whatever I need to spend to go if there's a game seven, but I think I'm going to end up spending way more than I need to. Cause so like, for example, last night before game five started, the cheapest ticket price to get in for game six was 550 bucks. Now for it's game six. Well, now yeah. it's 385. Yeah. So ticket price is already dropping. Um, But the cheapest ticket to get in for game seven was 650. Now it's 750. And if the Astros win game six,
1: I'm very how curious fast to see how fast that After a win in six, will you buy seven if you win? Mm. Like walking out of the stadium? Okay.
0: So I think my plan, because here's what I would love. I would love to spend a thousand dollars and totally. have a ticket to Game Six and a ticket to Game Seven. Right. So if I manage to spend four hundred dollars on a ticket to Game Six, then if I can find one for six hundred bucks to Game Seven, which you can't right now, uh, I would be I would buy it on the spot. If I don't buy one before the game, I will probably wait until the morning of Game Seven and buy it then because that's typically because i've been tracking these to try to figure out the best time to buy it right normal aside from five minutes before the game the best time to buy it's been the morning of the game ticket prices drop because people like oh i got to get rid of these so i think if they force a game seven ticket prices will shoot up right away but by the time the next morning comes around they'll start dropping again because people are well i'm not paying right fourteen hundred dollars for standing room only i'm gonna you know, and people will be like, oh, I can't get fourteen hundred dollars for standing room only, and they'll start dropping them.
1: But you don't want standing room only. No, no,
0: I'm buying a seat. Like, so yeah, three eighty-five for Game Six is standing room only. The cheapest to actually have a seat is like four ten or something like that, which is still solid four twenty. So it's still better than it was before. But I think I might get screwed Game Seven and have really expensive tickets. Yeah, here. you
1: might be walking out of the ballpark after six and really be paying a lot of money.
0: Yeah, it's okay if they force a Game Seven. I won't care. <laughs> I, I will not care one bit how much I paid. Really? Uh, no. If they... Well, you're already there. Yeah. If they... If they... Listen. If they win Game Six and force a Game Seven, I genuinely don't care how much money I'm I'm buying tickets to go to Game Seven because that is quite possibly the best two sporting nights of my life. If I watch them win a Game Six and a Game Seven to win the World Series. I don't I don't You haven't been to any other
1: World Series of theirs.
0: No, no. I've never been to a playoff game of theirs. So okay. absolutely would be hell, I haven't been to Minimate Park in a decade. But I've I've watched them go play on the road since I moved out here. Right, but I haven't sure. been to Minimate Park in a decade. So yeah, watching that if they win if I if I see them win two World Series games, including a World Series clincher, I don't know that there's a sporting event in my life I'll go to that's better than that. Like I'm not gonna be able to afford World Cup final tickets for the US. So I don't know what's gonna be better. Well you won't have to worry about that anyway. Yeah, they're nice. winning the World Cup, and You won't have
1: to worry about that winning?
0: anyway. Winning? So, have yes. they qualified yet? 2028, 20, when it's here, they're winning the World Cup. We've been, we're have going to rig or, it. 2026. 20, 20, when it's here, we're winning the World Cup. I've told you this already. We're winning it. All right. I've upped my prediction from making the semis to they're winning it.
1: If they're in the final, the U.S. in a World Cup final, which would be a disastrous upset. But if they are in the final and it is here... Can you imagine the ticket prices? Oh, it's going to be crazy. It would be outrageous yeah. the ticket prices just to get into that to see
0: them try to win a World Cup on their own soil. That'd be great. I can't wait, and I won't be able to. Well, we'll see how good these well, chickens do. Well, see how do. it is. Might might make a lot of money off these these chickens. horses and these chickens. Yeah, horses are horses are stagnating, but the chickens. Chickens are doing very well. Very well on the chickens. So let's we'll see how much money I make off these chickens. But like I. I might go to a World Cup game when it's here. Like, I plan to try to go to one. Yeah, you get into, like... Even though that'll be super expensive, too. Yeah, but, you know, if they win a... Yeah, if they win a group stage game against Poland or some random country like that, like, I'll enjoy it, but it won't be better than watching the Astros win the World Series, so... I don't know what else I could do. Maybe if I ever went to an Arsenal game and they won something, that'd be pretty fun. I
1: saw the Cowboys live win the Super Bowl, and that's pretty much the highlight right now. Oh, long, time long time ago, long time ago, long time ago. Yes,
0: but wait, where did they do it at?
1: In L.A. at the Rose Bowl. Okay. Leon let, uh, it the It was. It was the uh, return. Okay. So that was cool. That was cool.
0: Yeah.
1: When you see your team. Oh, and I saw uh, Game Two World Series um, over the A's. So.
0: God, that was a long time ago.
1: That was the night after Gibby. Night after after them. I know.
0: That's brutal. That was brutal. My uh, girlfriend and her parents, man, did they see? They saw the game. It was either the game before or the game after Barry Bonds broke Hank Aaron's record.
1: Oh, okay. Not not the night. They did
0: not see it, but they were one day off. They were either there (laughs) the day before or the day after. I can't remember which one it was, but they were one day off of seeing Barry Bonds break Hank Aaron's record.
1: Would you have been excited and proud if they would have been there the night he broke it, but your girlfriend was reading a book? She's reading a book anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. She would have Everyone been going insane. He and breaks, she's just he buried in the book. Like, and she's what just happened? buried on there. What happened? what happened? Why are you people standing up? You're too loud.
0: I mean, listen, we went to all three Astros games in San Diego, San Diego. this year. And, we'll, oh, Kyle Tucker hit a home run in, like, the eighth inning to give the Astros the lead on Friday night's game. I stand up The like seven Astros fans around me. are all yelling. I look over. She's just looking kind of looked up and said, what happened? (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, she absolutely would have been reading a book as Barry Bonds. As Barry Bonds rounded the base. Smoked the most, like the biggest home run in the history of regular season baseball. Yeah, she definitely would have been buried and be like, oh, who is that? Who's Hank Aaron? I don't know who that is. But her parents are fans. Why would they be there? I think they were just in San Francisco. I think they were just – they didn't go – I don't think they went specifically to see – they're not like Giants fans. Like, they didn't go specifically. I think they were just in San Francisco for something and just – Well, you take – if it was the night before, you take your shot that he gets it. Right, exactly. I mean, just go yeah. to go. But I think they bought their tickets before, right, just, and it okay. was like, oh, we broke it, and we're here the night after or the okay. night before. I, I'll have to ask her the exact story to see which night they were there. But they almost saw it. Almost saw history.
1: She might not remember. She might have been in the book.
0: That's right. She, she probably been does. Like, She's
1: like, oh, yeah, I was on For all you know, they 27. were there the night
0: they broke She's been telling me the story wrong this whole time. <laughs> She's like, yeah, some important home run the night before. Huh? But then some big guy rounded the bases, and everybody was excited. I don't know. don't know what happened. But chapter 28 was great. All uh, right. Let's do a little bit of Raiders here. Yeah. Uh, so John Gruden. Uh, Girlfriend's to, reading War and peace. Uh, according to Jason Locke and Fora, John Gruden might try to sue... The NFL based on his firing here. Oh God. Um, I I have a lot of questions. I don't know that you necessarily are gonna have the answer to these, but like, does it matter that he wasn't an NFL employee when he sent these? Like, is that any sort of case here? The NFL has claimed that they didn't leak these emails, so if we take them at their word, doesn't Gruden need to sue whoever leaked these? Like I yeah. we, we don't know who that is, yeah. but if the NFL didn't leak them, I don't know how you can sue and- them. How are you going to prove if they did? Right. Uh if he resigned and accepted a settlement Ooh. from an NFL team, Mark Davis and the Raiders, does that prevent him from suing the NFL? Like I I don't know All do you have down here. Is he suing for damage reputation? Right. I don't know what he's suing for. Cuz if you resign and take the and someone gives you money, take the settlement, I assume that means you can't ask for money cuz say you can't say hey, you cost me money because right. you accepted some money. Maybe you still can. Again, I don't know, but I guess you can sue for damaged reputation and how much that costs because John Gruden's reputation is damaged. But at the same time, to me, it all comes back to, he sent the emails like at the end of the day, it's not like they made them up. It's not like they're not real. Even if John Gruden was targeted by the NFL, do you really have a case when you sent the emails? I just, again, maybe he does. Maybe at the end of the day, he can come back and say, Hey, Hey, they singled me out, but I, for whatever reason, just I don't. I feel like that shouldn't matter unless he's got an argument to say I didn't send the emails, which yeah, he had, the, he's never denied it. So I assume I mean, he sent them. I mean,
1: you can't sue the Raiders because the settlement they they, they paid him. <laughs> Mark Davis um, gives him a thirty million dollar check he, and he, he says, sues them. "Now I, want, I will be taking I want 30 you to court." More. Um, it's I think it's a tough a tough way to prove if the NFL is flatly denying that they did it. You'd have to have right. someone inside turn on in the NFL and. For someone to do that for John
0: Gruden, I just don't see that happening. Right. Even though we all believe the NFL yes. did leak these emails. Then prove it. Yes, that's that's the thing there. NFL says, hey, we didn't leak them. We right. don't know how they went public. And, yeah, I, I don't know how you prove that, like you said, unless you have somebody in there that says, yeah, I know exactly how this went down and I can prove it." I don't think that's I, happening. Right.
2: I guess I'm just I'm super confused. Like if the government has leaked these, he would have like a Fourth Amendment case. But I'm just like, I don't understand. It's it. the NFL. Are, yeah, it's like that's a private corporation. Right. Technically, a private corporation can just buy your private
0: information. And that's perfectly legal. I get, yeah. Like I even the NFL leaking it, though. I don't, Would he have a case even if he could prove they leaked it? Because, at the, again, he sent them to an NFL company's email, a team's email. Like, can't I mean, they just post this is, Like, This isn't the his only, hippo
2: rights.
1: The only thing, and I don't know if you can prove it, like you said, his reputation and future employment, you know, he, he's saying right. that he won't be able to get a if job again, which is probably true. true. But if I'm, whether it's a judge or I don't, you know, however civil cases are usually, I think it's either you can choose. Let's just say the judge. I I just don't, especially if they, they the Raiders paid you off and and you got a nice settlement. I don't know what I would say that you're, you're you're liable to. But it's also
2: this can't this. Doesn't there need to be a level of like retaliation? Like the league is the league leaked this to retaliate against me. Well, had the league not leaked this at all, no one would have known that you called Roger Goodell a bunch of names. Right. like like. There's no retaliation here. Had you been like had you
0: done something to the league and then they leaked this that makes sense logically yeah. and again to me it all comes back to he said what he said in the email like even if he says well you cost me future employment i think isn't the argument no, no you, you cost, you- you cost right, yourself right. future employment cuz i don't know if he goes email.
1: forward with this i i i don't think we're going to know i'd love to know what the settlement was right if he got but i just don't think we're going to know yeah i mean maybe one day like we didn't we also didn't think we know what was the situation with Bedane, and then Goodell, or excuse me, Mark Davis goes to meetings and then just starts talking about it. So maybe we right. just wait for six months and he <laughs> just says, "This is what the settlement is." I don't. At know. some point, Mark Davis is going to say,
0: about, "Yeah, I'm 30 million
1: That's, What? <laughs> at some
0: point, he'll start answering <laughs> yes, questions. Yes, exactly. Because it's will just yeah, like what? Well, oh yeah, you want to yeah. know? Okay, I just never did a press conference, but I'll tell you everything. I just yeah. At the end of the day, I don't know what John Gruden's actual argument is, other than. He didn't send it's, the emails, but he sent them. Is anyone else and maybe he has a little bit
2: already, but is anyone else scared of what shows he's gonna start making the rounds on once if he gets this lawsuit well, going? Someone'll
1: I absolutely think someone will pay him to come on. Someone'll be lined up. Oh
0: Jared just means if he uh if he sues them. He's gonna start doing interviews, oh, and it's gonna oh, be with okay. the type of people that are gonna be like, "No, we agreed with what yeah. you
1: said in the emails. <laughs> He'll, his agent will set up uh, his agent will set up the interviews and know what's coming. But he's, gonna, I thought he for might, sure he might
2: become the next, you know, state senator for the Tampa yeah. area.
1: I thought for sure um, eventually someone would financially pay him to do the, to get the first interview that usually happens someone gives you money yeah. and you do the first interview whether it's 60 minutes i don't know whoever oh no it's um,
0: a lot of times in sports it's tmz sports how much money we got <laughs> you think he'll take what's in the candy bucket at the front <laughs> desk i mean or did you eat it all i did eat you ruined lot. us our john gruden he would have done it for a three musketeers the, uh, in my
2: defense the person in charge of getting the candy was very lax in their duty this year
0: uh, throwing people under the bus. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs as we focus on a team, a local team that might be more uh, useless than UNLV. Our stats hogwash?
1: Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Call the Press Box
2: voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. Bischoff's Briefs. I never realized
1: baseball had so much butt touching.
2: Bischoff's Briefs. That's how they communicate.
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
2: It's like Braille, but with butts.
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
0: Read my butt! Lights FC lost their final game of the season to the Tampa Bay Rowdy. Uh, Tampa Bay ended up with the best record in the USL. But with the loss. Oh, I thought you were going to go with, with the worst name. Uh, Lights FC ended the season with six wins, three draws, and 23 losses. Not uh, a good name. They ended with 21 points in 32 games. It was the worst season in Lights FC history. Uh, their .66 points per game came in just worse than last season's .69 points per per game. If you go year by year, uh, they started off 2018 Chalice they had 31 points in 34 games. They finished 29th of 36 teams in the USL. Then in 2019, they had Eric Winalda best season. The only season they've had more points than games played 41 points in 34 games still missed the playoffs, still finished 24th of 36 teams last year, the pandemic year, 11 points in 16 games, Not great. And then this year, 21 in 32, the worst on a per game basis. This year, they allowed 77 goals in 32 games. It was the second most in the USL. They scored 41 goals, which is actually better than nine teams, but their goal differential of minus 35, second worst in the USL. In the last 17 games of the year, Lights FC had just one win over the final 17. Now, The interesting part about this season is that LAFC, the major league soccer team had control of lights roster for the year. Brett Lashbrook basically turned this into a minor league team for LAFC, gave them full control of the roster. Was it to keep the team afloat during coming off a pandemic where they had no revenue? Maybe. Was it a way to try to make a bad USL team better with some MLS talent? Maybe. But as the season went on lights got basically nothing from LAFC. So if you look at just total players loaned down, from LAFC to lights FC last 11 games of the year. LAFC never gave lights more than four players to play. Uh, for a comparison in the first 23 games, LAFC gave lights at least five players in 22 of those 23 and gave them seven or more in 10 of their first 23 games, even gave them nine one time. So first 20 games or so of the season more than half of Light's starting lineup every game was players loaned down from LAFC. The rest, the end of the season, they were getting three and four players, and that was it. Uh, Basically, LAFC didn't have to care about Lights FC, and as the season went on, they did not care about Lights FC. But ultimately, we have had four seasons of Lights FC being miserable. Chalice didn't work. Winalda was the best that they've had, but still didn't make the playoffs in a league where 20 teams were making the playoffs. Frank Yallop and the COVID season sucked. And now the LAFC feeder team was the worst of them all. So you look to the future. Who the hell knows what happens next? Because first off, major league soccer is introducing a developmental league in 2022. Uh, That's going to be a competitive league. It's going to be one step below where the USL championship where lights play right now is. It's basically going to be the major league soccer version of triple a baseball All the MLS-owned teams like Atlanta United 2, LA Galaxy 2 are supposed to be playing in this. And it probably means, though there hasn't been an announcement, it probably means LAFC would just start their own LAFC 2 and play them in this league. So they wouldn't have this relationship with Lights FC. So is there going to be a Lights FC in year five? I've already paid my season tickets for next year. so (laughs) You're way ahead of the game. I hope there's going to be a season five. The bigger question, I assume there'll be a season five. The bigger question is what happens year six, seven, eight, because sounds like Major League Soccer is coming to Vegas, right? I mean, Darn yes, yes. Garber has said in the next twelve months they're going to announce the next team. Wes Edens, based on Bill Foley's comments, it sounds like Wes Edens already has a location to build a stadium and is getting a team. And Foley pulled out because possibly they told him, "Hey, Wes Edens is getting a team," and that becomes what happens to Lights FC. If a major league soccer team comes in, I assume lights FC can't survive. They might not even survive through this. The pandemic has crippled a lot of minor league sports in this country. A lot of teams folded in the USL. Reno did. Reno was one of the best teams in the league and they folded after 2020. So also a bad name. I'm curious. Yeah. Reno, 1868. <laughs> Yikes. I am Tampa Bay. Rowdies is way better than Reno, 1868. Just so we're clear. I'll I mean, they're the Rowdies. they're
2: both bad for. Yeah, I like Rowdy. Yeah, like like
0: yeah, you're wrong, Jared. Rowdy's a good name. So, what happens year six, seven, eight for Lights FC? I don't know because if Major League Soccer comes here, I can't imagine there's an appetite for Lights FC.
1: That's and But what would you do now? Would you continue on with this, seeing how it has gone? Now, I know you're biased because you have your season tickets already bought. <laughs> But, well, if
0: they cancel, Brett better give me my well, money. Yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> Last, Brett, I, mean, hear I that? think I he th- wants a refund. I think in Tyler's defense, one time, didn't you get season tickets just for like kicking the ball a little bit? Like, no, yeah. I
0: didn't get it. They oh, did it. Okay. After the first year, they did a contest where season ticket holders, if you could hit the crossbar from of, 18 yards away, okay. you won a free season ticket. And there were probably 40, 50 of us that went out there and tried. I think two guys did it. I missed Got free season tickets. You got one free season ticket. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, you got to take as many kicks as you had tickets and as many times you get the crossbar, you got free season ticket, but only nobody did it more than once. And only like, I think two people did it.
1: Was it only open to free to season ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was.
0: And it was to get an additional ticket. Like I have two. I would have had a third free one. I wouldn't have gotten one of my two for free. Okay. So eh, still would have been a free ticket. Would have been fun. Think about like, think about if the Golden Knights did a, if you hit the post. You know how many people would be lining up?
3: I mean, you well, know how many would as,
1: whiff on the post? Maybe not as many now, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I still think for a free They just see, won
2: a bunch of games. I still Come think on. for a
1: season ticket, you'd have a lot of people lined up.
0: I would. Oh, yeah. my. Well, you, I would just, I'd just randomly show up to do it. Yeah. Tell them a free season ticket. Absolutely, sure. I'd show up to do it. So, but Lights FC, I assume they're I'd play show up an wait, and have and do you mind? <laughs> so,
2: what, what we really need is we need UNLV football. If you can score a touchdown from 18 yards out, you're allowed to rush. <laughs> you're allowed to have like one one carry in the game. No, you just all you gotta do is take this football, go 18 yards into the
1: end
0: zone.
2: Free season tickets.
0: Is there any defense? No. What okay. we're trying oh. to fill a stadium. I mean, you could still put UNLV's defense out there. <laughs> still have a lot of people probably score and be <laughs> fine. Um, but yeah, Lights FC. I don't know what happens for this team. Long term. I mean, I either. the The plan with Seth Clarman was that Clarman was going to buy Lights FC and if that was going to become the MLS team. But that doesn't appear as far as I know. That's not the plan. With Haven't heard his name in a long yeah, time. And But that's not the plan. Did with we the West determine group? if he like, exists? No, we do not know if Seth Klarman exists. Not, we don't know. He might not be a real person. If he
1: doesn't exist, some guy on Wiki has a lot of money. He does. Because that guy owns a lot of maybe stuff. That but Jay There's no Bloom picture. Good. What if Jay Bloom is Seth Klarman? <laughs> that would be pretty. Well, we know he might
0: have actually actual money. He might. Or maybe Seth Klarman doesn't have any either. <laughs> Coming up next, Vic Tafer joins the show.
1: Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. Play action rush on a screen that is deflected to uh, an offensive lineman, Biotis, who then hands it off to Schultz. And I think Schultz is tag- tackled at the
2: 33, but that's not legal.
1: Yeah, is I it?
0: don't think he handed it off. I think it just bounced out of Biotis' hands.
2: Let's see what they. Ruling on the field is that the ball was tipped by the defense, which makes everybody eligible. There you oh. go. So when the lineman touches it, there is no foul for a legal touch. <laughs> okay.
1: Good
0: explanation.
1: We're back to the Press Box with Grady and Bischoff.
0: Joining us now from The Athletic is Vic Taver. Before we get to Vic, some breaking news. Uh, The Broncos are trading Vaughn Miller to the L.A. Rams. They are getting back a second and a third round pick. Uh, Well, all right, Vic. Well, regardless of who they use the picks on, that Khalil Mack trade looks pretty good today, doesn't it?
3: (laughs) Sure does, man. They were ahead of their times.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Broncos. Like, I mean, not that anybody really thought they were going to win the division, but they're kind of giving up now. If they're trading away Von Miller for a, set. I don't know. I can't get over second and a third for Von Miller seems really low.
3: Yeah, I guess he's been hurt. I mean, it's just getting up there in age. I think, and maybe they just want like, and also, you know, like you said, they're I watched them team play the last few weeks, and like, you know what? We're not very good. We're four and four, but it's kind of a fluke. So let's uh, let's get back to. uh breaking it down and building it back up.
1: Speaking of uh, him, here's one of his best friends, Derek Carr, or at least Derek Carr says so, uh, <laughs> that they're very close. Uh, how good is Derek Carr right now, or is there a chance? Of, we, we, Vic, I want to ask you about the team as well, because you get to these 5-2 and and six, five and 6-2 and, six and two records recently, and it hasn't gone well. They kind of slipped back. Why will that not happen this year, and how much does Derek Carr have to do with that?
3: I think the biggest reason it won't happen this year is because of the defense. I think with pass rush especially, I think it's uh, it's really good. Every, it shows up every week. Max Crosby and Yuck, and Gakway. I think the other guys in the D tackle spot are playing well. I just think it, um, you have to get a lot of credit. Chris Bradley really kind of built this thing up pretty quickly. So I think in years past, when they fell apart, it was because the defense just was was terrible. And I also think the team kind of wore down a little bit. I think... Um, I'll be a good task for Masachi this year. Make sure you don't wear it down as far as practice goes and the load. But um, I think Derek Carr was good last year. Derek Carr probably a little better this year. But um, to me, he wasn't the reason why they collapsed the last few years.
0: Is there any concern on your part that defenses will figure out the cover three that they're using and that they'll the defense will have some sort of collapse the second half of the year?
3: I mean, they can't sustain this level. I mean, Casey Hayward's like playing like a top five cornerback in the NFL, which you know I think he's a good player, but that, that can't possibly keep uh, keep happening. But I think you know there will be some some um, you know will drop down a little bit. But I think the pass rush again. to me, it's just when he had that good pass rush and they got Denzel Perriman flying around because he can make plays because there's so much things ahead of him that are open downfield. I think it's a, it's a good sign. So there will be some slippage, but I don't think enough to really warrant uh, another collapse.
1: Uh, you mentioned Bisaccio. We knew, and, you know, he he was laughing when he said it when Josh Jacobs, after the first game, well, there was no one screaming on the sidelines. It was more relaxing. Have you gotten the sense, though, and you're talking about overload and workload in terms of practice, is there a change here? Is there a change not only in attitude, but how he approaches them comparative to John Gruden?
3: Yeah, I think which is a little more laid back. I think when people talk about, you know, the sidelines being a little calmer, I think that's you know, to me it was pretty obvious. I mean, they, they called John Gruden Chucky for a reason. He definitely, you know, He's not your, your calm, uh, nurturing type, but I think they're they're trying to learn from last year's mistakes. Maybe they would have withdrawn anyway. Maybe they realized last year they were kind of worn down. But I think Rich is doing a really good job. The players obviously respect him. Like, you know, you know, they have his back, and he wants to do, do his full time. So I think he's off to a great start.
0: What is uh, what's been the biggest difference you've noticed the the last couple of weeks now that Rich Basace is in charge?
3: Well, to me, the biggest changes are in on offense as far as the play calling. I think uh, Greg Olson's kind of like uh, narrowed down the playbook a little bit. They've called more screens, doing more play action, which I think has been huge for him. So I think they're kind of uh, doing things a little differently than John did. I think the, you know, Derek Carr is responding a little bit to that. I think uh, also I would I'd imagine that Derek has a little more freedom as far as, like, not worrying too much about you know, repercussions if plays don't work out, not worrying about, you know, he wouldn't get chewed out, maybe like, you know, like. Good, my two-odd Olsen sitting next to Derek Carr in, in years past. But I think maybe was a little more um, freedom to come, make some mistakes, and not worry about it too much.
1: Did you, and probably not when it first happened, ever get the sense that, no, depending on what Bisaccia did, Mark Davis could stay with this, especially if the offense continues as it is, and Greg Olson obviously has this great uh, relationship with Carr. Uh, Gus Bradley, I'm sure, had to sign a multiple-year contract. Like, What has to happen here, or is there no chance in your mind?
3: No, I think Mark's always been kind of in the playoffs or, or buzz kind of mode. So I think if the Rays went the playoffs, I think they definitely would bode well for Passaccia's here to stay on. I remember a few uh, years back when they had the last interim coach, uh, Tony Sperano, I know Mark Davis really liked him, and he went 3-3 three and three after a, a dismal start to the season. And he would have kept the job himself, but they lost to the Rams. Like, they had won – one slip up, they lost like fifty-two to three. I want to say to the Rams on the road in St. Louis. Now is enough for Mark to go in a different direction. But barring any kind of major slip-ups, they they keep this path going and make the playoffs. I think there's a good chance Lasalle stays on.
0: So don't lose fifty-two to three at the Giants this Sunday.
3: <laughs> exactly, that'll be my my tip, my, my <laughs> advice for which here. don't get blown out in the road uh, by forty-nine.
0: Uh, all right, if you look at the AFC. I, I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC, but can you make a legitimate argument? It's the Raiders.
3: Yeah, if, I mean, like over the Bills, uh, probably not. I think the Bills. I think just have a little more going for them, a little more of a you know, track record offensively and defensively. I think they're well coached. I think the Bills have shown they're kind of you know, on a mission this year. So I think the Bills are clearly, to me at least, the top team. And the next year, though is I think wide open. You got the Raiders and the Chargers who lost yesterday, but. Uh, the Titans, they you know, obviously a huge injury today with Derrick Henry, but they were, they fought back to get up there. So I think it's wide open after the Bills.
1: Are you of the opinion that we're just seeing two or three bad weeks of Kansas City and they could still turn it and be the best team in this division? I think a lot of people just hold out this idea that Mahomes eventually it's just they're just too good and it's going to flip. Or are they so poor defensively that you're saying, you know what, it's just not the team everyone thought they would be?
3: Yeah, that's my stance for the last few weeks. I kept saying, oh, this is a go bounce back. But now I'm starting to, uh, really question is, uh, this may just be a lost season. I think tonight will be a huge game. I think it'll be tough. I think the Giants are going to give them a lot to worry about defensively. I just think that, um, I'm not sure they win tonight. If they lose tonight, I think the whole thing crumbles. But I wouldn't say it's a a gimmick game tonight. I think definitely they're, they're in a dangerous spot right now.
1: Christ, don't say that. They're my survivor pick. Jesus, <laughs>
3: thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, man. You asked me. You asked me. <laughs> Laying ten at home, they
0: better win. So, all right, Kansas City loses tonight.
3: Raiders win in this division. So Kansas City loses tonight, and the Raiders win this division. Ah, uh, yeah, why not? I'm, I'm being a homer. I'll, I'll be a. I'll, I'll, ju- I'll, ju- I'll jump on football. Yeah, I think if the Chiefs lose to the Giants tonight. The won. I think the, the Chargers, I think they won their first matchup, but I would imagine the Raiders have a good chance of the rematch. I think they're pretty evenly matched teams. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they're in a really good spot and they have a good schedule coming up. So I think the Raiders are, are in a good shape.
0: You have learned nothing from the last two years, Vic.
3: Nothing at all. I really have. I, I've kind of just forgotten the whole thing. I've kind of like erased it, like <laughs> one of those sci fi movies where I erased my memory. But again, it's all because of uh, Crosby <laughs> and Ngakwe. I think those guys are not only. And they brought a presence in terms of the past, which but also leadership, which hasn't had on that side of the ball. Can't demand, I kind of demand, actually, that's a cliche everyone says every year, but they really do demand the most of the guys in practice every day and also in game. So I think those two guys have been huge, just for the, you know, just the defense, also for the, the mindset of the, of the whole team.
0: You know, they're going on the road. It's, hell, it might be this weekend. They're going on the road, and they're going to have another Jets game from two years ago or Falcons from last year, where it's just like, who the hell was that team? And the season ends right then.
3: Yeah, and I'll say I was wrong. I'll say I was fooled. I was was (laughs) damn bruised. I'll 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 come back in the show and say I was an idiot. But uh, for some reason, I I usually don't buy in, but I am kind of buying in this year. So uh, maybe the kiss of death, we'll see. But uh, as of right now, I'm I'm in.
1: Uh, There are reports that John Gruden wants to sue the NFL for leaking them. We don't – I mean, the NFL, everyone probably thinks they did. There's no proof to that yet Um we bantered around on the show before he came uh, a few things. I don't know what he's – what, especially if he got the settlement from Mark Davis, we don't know how much that was, what his ramifications legally be, maybe for his reputation, although he did send the emails. Do you think this ends with John Gruden? Do you think he would go forward and do something like that, or do you think he's just kind of lining himself up to try to get some other job in football?
3: No, I've heard the same things. I've heard he is, is thinking about suing, so I think that's a real, a real deal. I think uh, maybe – so in the NFL, I think you know, was the way it went down. You can't, you can't sue and say he didn't email things he did, but the way it went down, the way it was handled, I think I'm not sure legally what ground he was standing on, but I know he's still upset about the way that was done. I think he um, clearly is not over it. So I think uh, I've heard the same things as far as I'm trying to figure out what he can do next as far as kind of getting back at the NFL for what it did to him. Mark
0: Davis complained about the timing of when he got the emails when they went public. Uh, I am curious. Do you think John Gruden is still the head coach of the Raiders if Mark Davis saw those emails, but they never were leaked to the uh, New York Times or the Wa- uh, Wall Street Journal?
3: It's a great question. Uh, I am very curious the whole timeline he gave out. Like apparently he got all the emails on that Friday. So my big question is why would you let John coach on Sunday? So, I don't, and he says that uh, he's doing due diligence. He's talking about the money and the New York Times story Monday. Nothing to do with ultimate resignation but to me that doesn't sound like that it makes a lot of sense so I, I do wonder i mean i think you have to wonder based on the way this league operates but uh, i hope not but I, i'm not positive that uh john goodwin would not still be coaching the Raiders if those last emails hadn't come out
1: look the only important question of this entire interview is where's your next media dinner and why hasn't the press box been invited
3: Good question. I gotta figure that out. I'm trying to figure one out for uh, next weekend. We had a nice one in Denver, but uh, we'll, we'll get it going. I'll let you know. I'll definitely send you a text, <laughs> and bro, we'll we'll get it going.
0: All right. is we'll Vic Taver from the Athletic. Vic, we appreciate Thanks, your time Vic. this morning.
3: Hi right, guys. Take care. Take care.
0: Uh, can I give you another fun detail here? As part of the trade, the Broncos are paying nine million of Von Miller's remaining nine point seven million dollar salary. Okay. Between
2: them not having any picks left, their audiovisual components not working. I, I do the Rams like do the Rams have Jerry Jones naked with a cheerleader? Where it's, it's just like he just is calling people, being like, "No, you take whatever deal the Rams, whatever the Crunkies send, you take it." This is ridiculous. This is unacceptable. They
1: got a second and third, and they're on the hook for nine million. Nine million.
2: A second and third for a team that's going to finish at the like top four.
1: You've got the, no uh,
0: value. Might win the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, guys in the NFL don't often get traded for very good picks. Like sure. I like, what did Zach Ertz just get traded for? Like a seventh round pick. Seventh. And they might have swapped sevens. They might have even gotten an actual seventh out of. It. Happens all the time. But Von Miller is legitimately good. I know he's older. Vic, you know, mentioned the injuries. He hasn't been healthy for, you know, an entire season for a little while now. He's also famously gassy. But a second and a third? Is it? Yeah. For Von Miller? And Denver's paying and And Denver's on the hook for nine million dollars. What's happening here? What's going on? By the way, the Rams are never gonna draft again, right? No. They're How many what? do they have left?
2: They've they've basically unlocked the system of well, you train him. We'll come yeah. get him later. <laughs> how, many,
1: how many picks they have left? Not many. Good, good weekend for me. Like,
2: like genuinely, had the Raiders hit on any of their 1st thousand first-round picks? I'm surprised any of them wouldn't already be on the Rams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let rugs let rugs catch a few more bombs.
0: And then he'll get traded. And then i will get traded to the Rams. All right, here we go. For we got
2: fifth round pick.
0: We got two tickets to go see the Rolling Stones Saturday, November 6th at Allegiant Stadium. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. Jared, what number caller do you want to do? You were complaining I didn't do a high enough number for the Golden Knights tickets. Give me a number. I was going to go completely different with this, so I'm going to go 16. 16. Caller number 16 at 702-364-1100. You'll win a pair of tickets to go see the Rolling Stones at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, November 6th. 702-364-1100. Third and goal from the eight for the Lions. Goff up under center. He takes. They go on the delay. They give it to Jefferson inside the 5 and into the end zone. First touchdown of that young man's career.
2: You're locked in the press box.
0: Congratulations to Jack. He won a pair of tickets to go see the Rolling Stones on Saturday. We are going to have more Rolling Stones tickets to give away on Wednesday and Friday of this week. Uh, So stay tuned throughout the week if you want to go see the Rolling Stones. Um... I'm trying to find here. So the Rams have traded their second and third round pick in the upcoming draft for Von Miller. The Broncos are also paying Von Miller nine of his $9.7 million remaining. I I think I have this right. So the Rams draft picks. They do not have their first round pick. It was traded to Detroit. They now don't have their second or their third. Both traded to Denver. They do have a compensation pick after the third round. So they do have that. They do not have a fourth round pick. Uh, They have their fifth round pick. For and now. then, and then they have a compensation pick in the sixth round, as well. And are they you, have a seventh round. Pick.
2: Are you allowed to trade your comp
0: picks? I would assume. Okay, so, so they could.
1: Yeah, they could get rid of all of them, and if we, and if they win the Super Bowl, none of it matters. No, well, hell, they've been trading picks yeah. for a
0: while now.
1: Yeah, if they can find, if they can step up and win the Super Bowl, which right. they can, that team. So, okay, then it won't matter.
0: The reason draft picks are valuable in the NFL is because you can get a starting level player if you draft well. You can get a starting level player that you don't have to pay yeah, a, lot not a lot of money in a salary cap sport. Yeah. For a team to sustain itself on we are going to trade our picks and we're going to trade it for star players constantly. And for that to work is amazing, but it's only possible because of things like Denver paying, yeah, nine of the nine point seven million left.
1: This helps out a lot when you say we can get Von Miller. We're paying seven hundred thousand, <laughs> and the other team is going to pick up the nine million dollars. If th- if teams keep doing this for the Rams, yes, they will win the
2: Super Bowl because <laughs> they'll have one of the most talented rosters in the history of football. I, I guess, is this just literally like Cronky calls them and goes. And what company does you, do you guys own? Uh, you own that? All right, well, Walmart is now going to stock those <laughs> in all of our stores throughout the country. <laughs> Sam's Club, Neighborhood Market, you name it. Walmart now has it. you got to pick up like seven million. Yeah. I think that's illegal. Um, How is it illegal? He technically is one of the bosses of the company that
0: would make it illegal. illegal. I mean, it's illegal in my fantasy football league okay well so i feel like it should be illegal in the nfl it's illegal you to also pay promise taxes things? <laughs> no like i can't like hey make this trade and i'll send you 20 bucks on oh the side. oh i All mean right. that's okay, like bro. you can't trade things that are outside the, okay, the realm of, the of what the your NFL. fantasy
1: team league is okay right
2: okay then you you need to get into a dirtier fantasy yes, you need league a much worse because fantasy i am league. saying you can't break the rules i I'm once just traded lebron james for aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Straight up? No, yeah, there, was no.
0: there was some cash involved. Exchange there's hands. some cash involved. I'm not saying you can't try it and get away with it. You know, I'm pro cheating. Absolutely. I'm just saying. I don't think this is cheating. There's rules. I'm saying there's got to be rules against it. There's got to be well, rules are, against. Are
1: they stated in your bylaws for your fantasy league? Or are you just assuming it's against no, no, the no, rules? They're in there. Yeah.
0: They're okay. Because somebody one time made a trade and made a joke about getting a Coke for free and it was like, calm, calm down of <laughs> You're not buying anybody a Coke as a part of this trade. Oh, God. Right?
1: So is your league where you, is so many people have to approve it?
0: Uh, yeah, it goes uh, through Yahoo's rejection right. system. We've only had one rejected trade in the history of, well, since I've been in the league. I haven't been at it the whole time, and it was one of my trades. So, Got rejected? Yeah. I had to go on and explain why I was making the trade. <laughs> it worked out great for me, too. It was like four years ago. I traded AJ Green away for uh, Allen Robinson, and then Allen Robinson was oh. awesome for two years. Sucks now, but he was awesome for two years. Now AJ, G- now AJ G- Green is good again. I should have traded him back for AJ
2: Green. No a good trade. We used to have a uh, guy whose his like ten year old son was in the league, and we basically we used to have the rule like, hey, everyone's allowed to make bad trades. Bad trades are part <laughs> of the league. Once that guy's ten year old son came in, and suddenly uh, his son's team became a farm system <laughs> for his team. We were like. All right, so we're putting in uh, everybody votes on these things? Yeah, we are. Because yeah. his dad is ripping <laughs> off Jimmy.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> Listen, if you trust everyone in your league, you don't need a voting yeah. system. Right. The problem is is if you don't trust everyone in your league. And, like, my league's a keeper league. So, for the most part, like, th- like teams tank oh, or you, sell. Exactly. But you're getting, like, you, you yeah. trade away. Like, I traded Alvin Kamara away for a first-round yeah. pick next year because yeah. my team's not very good. Like, it happens, and nobody's rejecting that. But... You know, if you don't trust somebody because well, they're going to be a feeder team with their ten-year-old, then
1: I don't have a problem ripping off the twenty-three-year-old at the house. I mean, he's oh his basketball. He's basketball. I can't come close to his uh, his knowledge. But football, he wanted to be in the league this year, and he kept asking me, "Who would you take? Who would you take?" And I'd give him a, I'd give him a player, and then I'd take the other player next. And he kept <laughs> saying, "I'm like, then don't ask me. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to give you? Like good advice? Like, what are you out of your mind? Money's involved here. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell your mom. Yeah, exactly." <laughs> And he starts screaming at me. I'm like, then don't ask. Just pick who you want to pick.
0: Wait, how does she feel about paid fantasy football leagues?